Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, baby. You know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial. He's charismatic. And he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldron. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN, the 977, Terry Waldron, James R. Fox, uh, Esquire. It's, it's actually L. Uh, close enough. I've been thinking about changing it. Anyway. I don't know what the R stands for. That's what scares me, but uh, well, we, Renegade, we, maybe? Uh, among other things. Uh, speaking of somebody that's not Renegade, we are brought to you by someone uh, incredible, family physician for your pet, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get. Go see him on US 165 North. in Monroe, 318-345-4545. You are welcome to chime in on this Friday, uh, the fourth day of August. Not only welcome, but encouraged. Encouraged to chime in. Have something good to text, though. Uh, think about this before you send it. I mean, make make it good. Uh, rip somebody. Do something. We might call this Rip on Friday. Whoever, matter of fact, we'll do that. I just came up with Rip that. on Friday. Rip on Friday. Whoever you don't like, unless it's us. Well, if you don't like us, that's fine, too. That's okay. But uh, chime in. Who really irks you in the world of sports, Jamie Fox? Uh, where do we begin? I mean, seriously, who think about it in triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two. Is there a team or a player? I know they did a study here and I read it maybe about two weeks ago because I remember thinking you know it'd be a pretty cool segment. Mm-hmm. The New York Yankees were um, the most hated team. Rip on them. Uh they deserve in, it. in in sports. Rip. Actually I'm a Yankee fan, which go but, figure. Okay, so that that's um my- I hate them even but worse. But they had they had the Yankees. Yes. They had the Dallas Cowboys, which mm. I'm a fan of too. I kind of like the Cowboys. But they're they're polarizing though. I guess that's the point. But I mean, nobody's going. I hate the Cleveland Browns. I mean, it's, how, how can you hate Cleveland? I mean, they're like the little lost puppy that people just feel sorry for. Cle- Cleveland is the homeless guy that you flip quarters at, <laughs> and you know they uh, somebody gives them a million dollars and they like you know. Well, go buy, they go buy soda with it, and somebody steals all their money, and they're back homeless the next day. I mean, you, it's hard to hate Cleveland. or How many people you know that hate the Kansas City Chiefs? I mean, just I love the Kansas but, City But you know what I'm Chiefs. saying? They're, they're yes. hard to hate. Well, yeah, they just kind of stuck there in the, in the Midwest. And uh, actually, we have, a, we have, several, have had several connections with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Rudy Niswanger uh, played for a while center. We had, of course, Dwayne Bowe was a wide receiver, played at LSU. He's not from Louisiana, but he played at LSU. He's a Miami kid. Uh, he is. And then you had uh, several others. And then, of course, I think Barry Rubin is the uh, strength and conditioning coach, I think, still at Kansas City. I don't think he went to Philadelphia with Doug Peterson. But, but you think about, like, Vanderbilt. Nobody hates Vanderbilt. I mean, how can oh, you? Oh, everybody loves Vanderbilt. How can you hate Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt, uh, this is how. Uh, They're Van- like the cute puppy in the corner. You, you know? got to love Vanderbilt because, uh, of course, you know, most of the students go, don't go to the games. But when they do, after the Vanderbilt has generally lost, uh, the kids are hanging outside the dorm rooms cheering at the opposing fan. That's all right. That's okay. You'll be working for us one day. Uh, no kidding. At, at Vandy, that's what they do. That's all right. That's I've done okay. that at Duke, too. Yes, at, at Duke, it's known to do. So uh, The schools I've been at, the colleges, we've never been at. We, we, we had that cheer chanted at us, but never we were able <laughs> to do that. We had ice thrown at us or something. I don't. We know. had pennies thrown at I won't tell you the school. I'll tell you it's in the state of Louisiana. Okay. And uh, they were throwing pennies at the team from the very top rafters of the arena. That could hurt. It did hurt. But the thing is, is what you had to tell people, you can't react. Because if you react and, like, grab your neck or something, uh, that is going to encourage them. And instead of, like, four or five pennies being thrown at you, there's a there's an avalanche of coins that come down. So when it pelays, you, you can't you can't, you can't react your reaction up. Yeah. It's like when, when fans are just going crazy behind the bench or whatever. Anytime the, you acknowledge that. Yeah, it just it do, fuels the fire. Well, they multiply. Right. 
You know, there's going to be, you know, if two guys are doing it, all of a sudden you react to it. And, and you want to react to it, Jamie. You want to, you know, you want to give right back to them because you're competitive. But you saw what happened the other day. Somebody did that. Somebody started hurling insert insults and uh, one Chris Christie. Yeah. Gov- Where is he? New Jersey. New Jersey. Got in the guy's face. Hey, tough guy, aren't you? Hey, a tough guy. Yeah. And Chris guy. Christie, here's what, and I'm not a big political guy, nor Christie fan or, or non fan, but I will tell you this. What impressed me about Christie, and Christie's a big dude. Can we say that? Uh, healthy. Chris, Christie can play offensive line. Yes, he I mean, could. he's a big, big dude. He's not muscular per se, he is just. Uh, he shall could we, fill a hole. Shall we say gravitationally challenged? He could he could plug a hole for sure. Yeah, sort of like yeah. Mars or something. Right. Anyway, Chris Tris Christie reaches down or bends down, gets in this guy's face. The most impressive thing about that, he is clutching his tray of nachos and not one iota of cheese or chip is displaced. Uh no, he has got a death grip on those nachos. Um and I can tell you this much. I heard him. Did you hear his explanation later? He was asked about it. Uh, he went on, and he he says, "Look, he's got basically a, a two or three strike rule. Basically, he's the first time." And the guy was using foul language too. It'd been one thing if he said, "You know, Christy, you're fat," but it wasn't just that. It was you know a bunch of other things. Kids were there, and Christy had enough. But he was smart enough to go get his nachos and coke to get his blood sugar just right, so he wouldn't overreact. And then he came down the steps, and he you know, hey, blah blah blah, and ended it with, "Tough guy, aren't you?" Which I like that tough guy, and then he went on down. The guy said, "Was just so hey, he was just so taken aback that Christie acknowledged him. Plus, he didn't, you know, he said ah something about it." So, well, well let me throw this out there. He we, was a Cubs fan too. We got a, we got a couple texts. Sam, it's a pretty good one. The Browns fans hate the Browns. Not so much anymore. I don't think we'll the Browns see. fans hate the Browns. <laughs> I like it. Jason said people don't like teams that win a lot and have a lot of bandwagon fans. Historically, the Yankees, Cowboys, Duke. Notre Dame back in the day, the Braves of Atlanta and the Chicago Bulls in the 90s. Very true, Jason. Nobody hates people that suck, really. I mean, seriously. I can't understand, though, uh, really. One thing you got to like about most Cub fans, I mean, uh, most of them, and, and they did pick up a lot of bandwagon fans this past couple of years, but, you know, John Tabor, my son, everybody, uh, Marshall, Hollis, I knew him, uh, they all, all, were Cubs fans, but because that's what they grew up, you know, eating Cheetos in front of the TV when they're little, little. Yeah, we got WGN when we WGN got Cablevision and listening, you know, listening to Drunk Harry, you know, uh, inebriated Harry Carey, and what, what another have another old style. Yeah, I mean, a Bush Bavarian beer, and he was, um, he, I mean, that's you know, those are great childhood memories, but they've never steered, and the the Cubs stunk. They, I mean, they were really bad. But it didn't but matter. Beer sales were high. It didn't matter because that was your summertime entertainment. And uh, oh yeah, I mean now all of a sudden it was so like you have to understand it was like it's like being you know all of a sudden you're, you're it's like your your cousin that's been freed from prison after twenty five years. You know, yay, he's out. That's yeah, how let's the, go hang with him. That's how the Cubs fans feel. You know, it's what been, could go wrong here? <laughs> the only thing is he was in jail for one hundred and three years. I think the last time the Cubs won it. So anyway. Uh, that's what I I prefer the more the purest that that stick with their win lose or draw. Uh, believe me, most of the teams I cheer for it, it takes. I don't think people are wired like that anymore. I think people are wired when we had free agency hit. When you have, uh, I mean, you can go to the mall today, and I mean, go go early. But if you go to the mall out there, you can go get the hat of any professional team or most colleges yep. in America. Back in the day. You could get Grambling, Tech, Northeast, and LSU stuff if you were lucky. That was it. You, there is, there's no Alabama. There's no Ole Miss. There's no Texas. Nothing. You got in-state local schools. Mm-hmm. That's it. And stuff was so local and regionalized. Now with uh, with ESPN leading the way with these different companies, uh, who was it? Jefferson Pilot was mm-hmm. the big uh, producer of the SEC games of the week. Right. You know, back in the day, you'd watch LSU get to play on Jefferson Pilot Television. No big deal. It was a big deal. I mean, it was huge. LSU, when I was a kid, maybe one game, maybe two a year. You might get the bowl game on television. You usually got the Alabama yeah, game. Yeah, but it was so anticipated. I mean, it was really – I mean, you really planned your, your weekend around it. And when I was a kid, uh, back in the 70s, we would listen. My dad was a rabid LSU fan. they play on TV generally once in the regular season. It was Alabama and – Alabama owned them uh, mm-hmm. at that point, and you know, like not much has changed at this point. However, uh, I digress. But the point being, I, I think fans 
are like players now. They 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 go with whims. They go off, uh, you know, the same guys that burned their LeBron jersey, LeBron James jersey, years back when he went to Miami. Don't you feel like that guy feels like an idiot trying to dust it out of the closet going, it doesn't look too bad, does it? Well, let me get those char marks off of it. I mean, I don't care who, what, what team you cheer for, whatever. I mean, if you're over the age of 30 and you're walking around in the mall with LeBron jersey, I mean, I've seen these people. I mean, their whole outfit is like. Are you a Jersey guy? I don't think you – you don't strike me as that. No, because, I, you know, I don't – number one, they're outrageously expensive. And number two is, I mean, nothing against LeBron. But, you know, what has LeBron James done for me or I mean, anybody else? You're not I mean, walking to the mall and people going, hey, that's, Le, I mean, that's LeBron James. No, that's I'm that's glad Jamie. he's wildly successful. I think he's a good businessman, a tremendous basketball player. But, I mean, and, and I – but I just can't imagine on my limited resources going out and buying – professional gear of somebody who I've never met, never probably will meet. Uh, I, I admire their skill sets and, you know, what they do. But what's it going to do for me? I mean, and just like these big baller brand shoes, what? Come on. I mean, let me see. Pay the gas bill or ball, you know, whatever. Or the ga- I mean, I, I, that's what I see when I go into a, a casino, though, Terry, is you, you and I'm not, I mean, I hear I'm going to come, oh, the old dirt, you know, the old grumpy old man. Get up, my lord. Oh, Jamie's just an old. You're Clint Eastwood from, uh, what was it, what was the show? Tara. Uh, uh, Grand Torino. Grand Torino. Damn right I am. <laughs> You're Clint so, Eastwood. All right. Without the weaponry. Well, and that's debatable. So, anyway, um, you know, I, I just don't understand the, the, the rush to go get stuff. I used to buy, and I, I'm guilty of it. I mean, when Sean was growing up, he had. You know, you had the North Carolina jacket, starter jacket, and everything. I just spent obscene amount of money on that. But he could only wear it for a couple of years because he was, believe it or not, he was growing. And so, you know, we only got like two or three years of worth of, you know, back then, $145 jacket. And I was like, oh, good grief. Better be cutting the sleeves Yeah, out but, of you know, <laughs> here's the deal, though. You got to, and most parents can agree, you got to buy this stuff or you're the jerk dad, right? You know, you're the jerk divorce dad. You, you won't buy your... Well, I sent him to so-and-so with X number of things, and he came back with nothing, and your dad doesn't ever buy anything. So, you know, anyway, I could go on with that. That's a, that's a Bobby Manning uh, story. It's uh, more like a therapy story. Yeah, it is. It, uh, we could go on and on. But this is what we do here, Terry. We we also in, encourage. Uh, provide therapy. Provide therapy. So, anyway, my thought of the day, do not go and buy jerseys. They they don't do anything for you. Um I don't own it. Do you own a jersey? I I, I don't think that. Mm-mm. I'm trying to think. I had an Archie Manning jersey when I was a kid yeah. because my mom saved up like I think it was like Brian Bacon mm-hmm. uh, wrappers. You had to have proof of purchases, and you get like 40 of those, yeah. and they send you a Archie Manning T-shirt. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I I got that, but you know I probably have high cholesterol and will die early because of it. But by gosh, I got that Archie Manning jersey. Yeah. Well, uh, the uh, Nick White family, you're familiar with them. Um, they take this to a whole new level. Humongous cowboy fans, just huge. And uh, the whole crew on a, on a Sunday will uh, sit around all with their their jerseys on, which is kind of cool in a way because it's a, it's a it's a bonding thing for the family. You know, they're all they're all sitting there and uh, you know with with their cowboy regalia on. And I thought, well, eh, all right, but they keep it at the house. I mean, you know, they don't. I don't know if they go out in public at long periods of time. But anyway, that's what the I can say that now because the White family has, has, has gone on vacation. They're not listening. So, anyway, that's uh, – I, I don't uh, – to me, it's uh, it's something that I don't really understand. But then again, high school letter jackets. Also, if you're over the age of 30, you should not – I don't care whether you were All-American. Don't don't wear your high school I saw school somebody jacket. older than me Keep your letter year jacket, but don't wear it. That was wearing his high school letter jacket to a game. Older than you? Older than me. Like, dude, stop it. <laughs> You felt sorry for him, didn't you? Stop it. I kind of feel sorry for him. I was like, really? You know? Stop it. Chuck chimes in. And this is a good tip for you guys that uh, that are buying stuff like that because it's, you know, I guess uh, a lot of it is uh, valuable. But well, it's goes, good for the it, team. It, he goes, but... look, I get on eBay and buy it. He goes, less, for a, less than $100. Uh, it's the same jersey for a lower price. So there you go. We're always helping. Chuck, thanks for that tip. Uh, yeah, get on eBay. You can get them cheaper and uh, – you know, nobody will know the difference. You're listening to ESPN 97.7, Terry we Walter, Jamie Foxx, The Edge. We come back. Giving fashion tips. A, co- the, a coaching staff has fired back against delusional parents, and they're trying to hit the parent where it hurts. No, not there. 
but a little bit higher up in the wallet. When we return, ESPN 97.7, this segment sponsored by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, the best pet care you're going to get, U.S. 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Back on Memento, ESPN. Johnny's Pizza House is counting calories this summer with our all-new Less Calories, Less Carbs, and Totally Crustless 8-Inch Pizza Bowl. That's right, a healthier option to that delicious Johnny's Pizza you can't live without. For a limited time, get an 8-Inch Pizza Bowl from our specialty menu and a large 14-Inch specialty pizza of your choice, both for just $19.99. Watch your weight and still enjoy the same great taste all summer long with the all-new Johnny's Pizza Bowl, only at Johnny's Pizza House. Let's share a slice. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Put the power and comfort of Lincoln in your hands with spectacular deals from J. Mallard Ford Lincoln. Get 4,000 customer cash back on new 2017 Navigators plus 0% financing for 72 months with approved credit. And that's in addition to the big J. Mallard discounts. Or see their selection of certified pre-owned Lincolns with factory warranties up to 100,000 miles. Your Lincoln is waiting at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. Visit jmallardford.com. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. Good morning. Here's latest weather conditions for our area. Mostly sunny skies with a slight chance of rain in the forecast for today with the high of 92. Mostly clear skies, 20% chance of rain tonight, a low 72. Mostly sunny with a 20% chance of rain on tomorrow and the high of 91 degrees. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun. Especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to The Edge on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN, the 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, surprise guest appearance by Jake Martin, who found his headphones. Uh, I thought the man had lost something like like a wallet or something or keys, but uh, yeah, he got his headphones, so Jake, hope those work out for you. Uh, Jamie, here's something pretty cool. We've always seen, and we talk about delusional parent syndrome. Mm -hmm. My child is going to start for the Yankees in center field. It's never too late to start with him. I know he's four years old, but, you know, there's a chance he'll get drafted next year. You know, you get that mentality. And, look, parents want to believe the best for their children. Uh, We all do, including myself. We all do. I'm not immune to that. You know who my child is? Yes. Well, at some point, it just, like, Reality sets. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. You know, once you're over like 20. When I saw the the, the trajectory, uh, both academically and athletically, it it's like uh, now that I've given up hope, I feel much better now. You know, that's kind of how it was. Well, he found his own niche. He and, did. I guess and to his credit, and I told him this, yeah. and I pick at him all the time. Dude is really good at what he does. I, he he. I, God, I just complimented him again. He I, actually, in all seriousness, I, I, I we mess with it. I he, the guy is really good at what he does. I think he's uh he brings out a lot of uh, opinions. I think we're a little bit more get off our lawnish, but there's some similarities maybe in, in some of the things that we all do. But uh, parents, though, go after coaches. Somebody called me the other day in South Louisiana. There was a uh, there was a coach down there that got fired because a couple parents got angry because they weren't running whatever offense they wanted to run, and they fired this guy like last week. And so parents. School boards. It hasn't even started yet. Yeah, I know, but they just didn't like him. At any rate, coaches fire back. And I love this. A good friend of mine put it up yesterday on Facebook. I'm like, dude, this is awesome. Uh, This is, I'm trying to think. 
It is out of Pennsylvania, I do believe. Mm-hmm. At any rate, <clears throat> there were two high school baseball coaches mm-hmm. this year. They were there were some allegations made by one parent in particular, and they were suspended pending that investigation. That investigation concluded. They were cleared. Oh, by the way, they were accused of abusing players. And the coaching staff has filed a $6 million lawsuit against the parent who made the accusation. Each good, coach, good for them. Each coach is asking for $1 million in compensatory, compensatory, I'm sorry, damages and $2 million in punitive damages. The parent did not immediately return a phone call requesting comment. Now, here's what the coaches claim. Uh, the parent lied about injuries to a player and sent a letter to the school administrators detailing an incredibly dangerous practice drill that was emotionally and physically abusive. Now, this is baseball. You got bats, you got balls, people get hit, that sort of thing. And the coaches said that the parent knowingly made false accusations in retaliation over disagreements about her son's involvement with the team. In other words, her kid wasn't playing enough, so uh, does this sound like somebody, oh, I don't know, Craig James? Oh, yeah. Over in Texas? Indeed. Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Yeah. Uh, The Tennessee, I'm sorry, this is in Tennessee, the Department of Children's Services and uh, Knox County looked into it, into the investigation. You know, the police officers that have, like, real jobs to do, and they're investigating whether or not uh, this lady is. And if they were doing something wrong, absolutely, throw the book at them. Uh, coaches were placed immediately on leave and retained an attorney. The coaches were reinstated uh, about a week and a half to ten days later. And here it is. A video of the practice was taken from the bleachers and provided to USA Today by uh, by the parent. It appears to show a coach repeatedly striking players in the batter's box with pitches. In the batter's box. Throwing pitches at it. Oh, my gosh. According to the parent, the players were forced to stand in the batter's box while the assistant coach threw pitches and the other head coach watched from the first base line. A photo provided by the parent shows a player's back that had red marks on his lower left side. Oh, my gosh. Uh, The attorney for the coaches goes, the balls used during the drill were not real baseballs, but they're lightweight training balls. They're wiffle balls, people. The player whose injuries that the parent referred to Ashley had received the bruise from a real baseball during a scrimmage earlier, the lawsuit says. Uh, the drill was prompted, however, by a player who stepped out of the batter's box during an earlier scrimmage against another school to avoid being hit by a pitch. Uh, according to the parent, no player was ever allowed to leave the batter's box during practice until they were hit by a pitch. A whiffle ball. Yeah. Or something similar to but not a true baseball. Uh, the parent goes, what makes me angry is my son had two concussions since May of last year. What if they accidentally hit him in the head? That's what he's got a helmet for. At that point, we're talking about double vision and cognitive functioning, not whether he has a career playing at Vanderbilt. By the way, the kid's going to Vanderbilt. He's a really good player. And he's since transferred from that high school to a new school. So if you're Vanderbilt and you're the coach there, watch out. Heads up. Mom and daddy's got a lot of time and a lot of money. A lot money. of money. Uh, here's the deal. Um, you've got a problem with that. Try corporate America. I'd rather be, I'd rather, I'd rather sit in a batter's box and be, have baseballs hurled at me and hit me in the back than deal with some of the stuff you have to deal with. All right, let's talk about the real world. Let's talk about the coaching perspective of this. And I'm not a baseball guy, but for whatever reason, I hang out with, I don't, I hang out with football and basketball, uh, baseball people. I don't know. Well, you're strange and everybody. I I really am. Uh, at any rate, so you got kids that are bailing out of the batter's box to not be hit by a pitch. Mm-hmm. And to the average person that's never played baseball, that's perfectly logical. You know, it's like walking across the street going, I don't want to get hit by a car today. Well, in baseball, you get hit by a pitch, you get to go to first base. What good does that do? Well, the funny thing is about scoring, you got to hit all the bases in order to score runs for your team to win. And so the coach is trying to teach them, hey, just stay in there, take the hit. He's soft tossing balls up there that don't hurt. Uh, th- and this is what the the, 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 so- the lawsuit uh, alleges. Trying to get them to understand it's not that bad. Jamie, I, did, <clears throat> I was telling uh, uh, Ted Hill at St. Frederick yesterday, back in the day, and up to 2012, every year I would take a charge on everybody on my basketball team. I would have paid good money to see that. Jamie, the last time I did it, 
I like couldn't walk for about a day and a half. But you're just trying to instill toughness in those kids. Hey, I'm 40-something, 50-something. I'm sitting here getting run over by a 6'10", 300-pound guy. And if they didn't do it hard enough, I might have do it again. Well, and, you, and the kids that didn't like you, they enjoyed it. <laughs> so that was sort of a bonus for them. That They look forward to that day all year long. Hey, we're doing the charge drill today, Coach. Everybody looked forward to it except you. Oh, I, I actually did look forward to was it. Was it at the top of the key? I mean, where were you? Yeah, I take it under the rim. Just and, you make them drive and just blast you. Okay, in order, you're promoting toughness. I'm promoting them to take a charge. You know, it, it doesn't make sense. It, it's not in the uh, in the grand scheme of things to go, you know what, I'm going to place my body in front of a 6'5", 270-pound guy going full speed and let him run me over. It's not lo- it's not a logical thing to do. Yeah, but I like your odds a lot better than I like mine. Yeah, it's, it, the lighter you are, the easier it is, to be honest with you. You, fly, you just got to know how to take the charge. You, you take it in your chest. Yeah. You take it in your chest and you slide on your butt. Now, if you fight it, you're going to roll over like a pinata, and it's going to hurt a lot more. But here you're hitting it and you're sliding. And but But the point of the drill is that you're trying to instill a, a value in those players that you are sacrificing your body for a greater good, which is the benefit of your team. Terry, I don't want to have the visual of you sacrificing your body for much of anything, but in this case you did. And was, and the point being that you were, you were trying to instill physical play, you know, because basketball is a lot more physical than, than people think or should be. Um, but, again, that was the – I can understand that. Just like the coach trying to throw the, the ball, stay in the box, take the hit, you know, uh, get on base any way you can. In your case, uh, you know. And I think lesson learned, too, because, I mean, here you are, I would gather, and, you know, any kid that had a little hostility towards you got a chance to – Oh, they loved it. Yeah. Hey, can we do it again? Hey, I, I'd like to go again, please. I, I, I don't want to digress too far for that, but did you know back then – whether Texas, did you kind of know the kids who weren't necessarily fond of you? Did you know them? Yeah, they're typically the 11, 12, 13, and 14 on the bench. Okay. <laughs> as well, a general rule. Yeah, they didn't care for you that much. Well, you know, it's, it's different. As, and I was talking to somebody the other day about this. As an assistant coach yeah. at any level, you actually can be friends with the kids. And, and the reason I say that, I'm watching Last Chance You last night. The new season's up. And yes. I, I got to watch like two and a half episodes. And the assistant coach, it's, man, it's really great. You can be friends with the kids. You can get on them a little bit. But that relate, as the head coach, now one chair down the bench, you're the jerk that's keeping them from the NBA uh, millions of dollars. I'm convinced Buddy Stevens invented some of the curse words we now know today. He has really has he the, cleaned up his act. The first couple episodes, he talks about, hey, I'm really trying to, to clean my act up. He has a deal where every time he curses – then he has to do five push-ups. So he, he said something in the show early on in that first episode. He breaks down the middle of practice, does the five push-ups. And uh, as the episodes have sort of worn on, I think that's especially given the fact that he lost a game there early. Uh, yeah, that's sort of more of a guideline than a rule. Well, based on what I've seen of Buddy Stevens, he needs to do more than two, five. Look, but... this junior college. Yeah, my wife is sitting there watching a little bit of it uh, with me last night. And she goes, really? I'm like, yeah, that's junior college. That's absolutely the truth. The wow. people people have no concept uh, what goes on in junior college. But yeah, you if you want to know about junior college, if you're thinking about sending your kid to junior college, uh, watch Last Chance. You any of them, just pick an episode, any of them. That's pretty much it. And then you want to go stick your finger in an electric socket. Then you're going to go home and study more. Yes, you will. <laughs> uh, you see, Kevo chimed in on what we. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. going to get to that. Go ahead. I, I was going to get to that after the break. I, was, I thought it was pretty good. Kudos, yes. We're talking about things that uh, you know that you shouldn't do over the age of thirty, and uh, Kevo has a, a, a pretty good list here. I'll read that to you when we return, and we'll get to a little bit more. Maybe we're about getting a little controversial stuff here, like the Dolphins need a quarterback. Hmm, who should they hire? The one that's mentioned for everybody but the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and they haven't heard of him yet. So. Indeed. You're listening to ESPN 97.7, segment sponsored by Bobby Manning. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney specializes in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby is going to be there for you. Give him a call today, 318-342-1411, 342-1411. Tell him you heard about it on ESPN and The Edge. Back un momento. Hut! 
for generations and still today. Parents trust H. Michael Sports to gear kids up for youth football and soccer. All-star football helmets, $49.99. Champ Pro integrated football pants, extra small to Husky, $17.99. Shin guards to soccer balls, cleats for football or soccer. Good sports know if it's on the field, it's in the store. Nike, Under Armour, Russell, Adidas, head to toe. Everything they need is at H. Michael Sports. Still on Forsyth, still local. H. Michael Sports. Put the power and comfort of Lincoln in your hands with spectacular deals from J. Mallard Ford Lincoln. Get 4,000 customer cash back on new 2017 Navigators plus 0% financing for 72 months with approved credit. And that's in addition to the big J. Mallard discounts. Or see their selection of certified pre-owned Lincolns with factory warranties up to 100,000 miles. Your Lincoln is waiting at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. Visit jmallardford.com. The 42nd Annual Pinecone Invitational will be held September 2nd through the 4th at Calvert Crossing Golf Club. The Pinecone is a pre-flighted four-ball golf tournament you will not want to miss. Your entry fee includes tea gifts, food and drinks each day, cash prizes, three rounds of tournament golf, and a practice round. Sponsorship opportunities are also available. Call Calvert Crossing Golf Club today to sign up. 397-0064. Hi, Kevin from HiTech. The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the U.S. Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhitech.com or find us on Facebook. This Friday and Saturday are the two best days of the year to shop for back-to-school clothes at J&H. There's three ways to save on Wrangler jeans. First, get five bucks trade-in for an old pair of jeans when you buy a new pair of Wranglers. They gotta be clean and limit six. Second, there's Wrangler mail-in rebates. And third, this Friday and Saturday, there's no state sales tax. And J&H pays the local tax, so you pay no sales taxes. This Friday and Saturday at J&H, Boots and Jeans, West Monroe. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN, the 977. Terry Waldrop, Jimmy Fox bringing to you the second half of the show on a Friday. Then we get two days off to uh, come up with new stuff. Football starting Monday, Jamie. All the high school people, I think, are putting on the pads Monday. So, uh, about that time of year, man. Yeah, your Dallas Cowboys uh, won one last night. So, uh, the NFL Hall of Fame game is... Uh, so, I'm 1-0. You're 1-0. And, uh, again, as you said, high school, we go to pads this week. Practice, man. We're talking practice. In August. I mean, yeah, it feels pretty good right now, but... Because you're sitting in the air conditioning. Of course it feels pretty good. It feels good for fat old men like us. But, I mean, you know, geez, I don't know how these kids do it. But uh, you know, I do know hey. that they're about 30 years younger. And Back in the day, it was salt tablets, no water breaks. Which was absolutely the wrong thing to do. <laughs> Further dehydrating. Yeah, most you. of us survived. Uh, a couple uh, texts in here. And, and I would encourage you, uh, is there something over the age of 30 you shouldn't do? Uh, I got a couple texts in. Kevo, <laughs> things you should not do over the age of 30. Uh, a, play video games. I agree. B, eat ketchup on a steak. <laughs> uh, C, call shotgun when riding with multiple people. And wear a sports jersey out on the town, i.e. to dinner, movies, etc. Jason uh, from Menden says, uh, uh, over the age of 30, do not take a selfie. Do not. Don't even use the word selfie. Don't wear a flat bib hat or don't wear a hat backwards. Those are all pretty good rules to live by. I think they both, yeah. um, I thought the purpose of wearing a hat in to begin with was to keep the sun off your face, and it doesn't do very Style, good. Style, dude. When the lid is backwards, it's not really what you – I don't even think it protects your neck very well. I don't think they're wearing hats for protection. No. Style, just a, man. Well, it, okay, so now if you're wearing your hat backwards with your Lakers jersey covered by a LeBron jersey. How about your hat sideways? After, I like it sideways with a flat bib. Yeah, after you've left the video arcade and after your dinner of uh, – uh, Heinz ketchup on a steak, and uh, you're the wrong you restaurant. With, you went with 
four people to the mall and you yelled shotgun, um, <laughs> you need to be analyzed. And you're rushing to GameStop to get the newest, uh, yeah. uh, you know, Madden. <laughs> and I thought my life was boring. Well, let's jump into uh, to take to somebody whose life is never boring. Uh, our friend DJ Dave. Dave, what's up? Hey, he guys, have a how are you this morning? How are you? Hey, just uh, just driving around listening to uh, the Edge on ESPN 97.7, listening to uh, two guys who most of the time we share the same thought process, so it's good to hear every now and then. I don't know if that's more scary for you or for us. <laughs> uh, Maybe all of us. People with ball heads tend to uh, think the same. So there you go. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Hey, uh, you got, were you guys talking about Madden when I just got brought into the conversation? Yes. I, I, we said, yeah, if you uh, go get the – if you stand in line to go get the latest Madden game and you're over age 30, you're probably not employed. Yeah, we just stepped on your lawn, Dave. I think we stepped on your lawn. I'm well, not sure. you didn't really because I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to stand in line. I'm just going to ride off the server and download it to my PS4. So – I don't even have to leave the comfort of my couch to go get that game. That's the great thing about technology today. Now, do you play online against other people? I have played twice online against other people, Terry, and did not know really what to expect. Um, I don't know the name and age of people that I play. You just kind of put it out there that you want to play. And like I said, it puts your expert level or your record out there. Uh, of course, I was zero and zero. And, um, some guy logged in and wanted to play against me, and look, I looked up, and, and you really don't know. You know, you can play against the computer for so long that you kind of figure out the ins and outs. But when you play against somebody that you're not sitting there looking at it for size, and uh, of course, I played with the Saints, and uh, I think the guy, the first guy, actually played with Carolina, and I was up twenty-one to seven in the second quarter, and he left the competition. So you, you um, made him what quit. That, what that means? Yeah, he quit. So what that means is automatically somebody leaves. When they're behind, the uh, you, you, the winner does go to the uh, to the person that did not quit. So my record went to one and zero, and then I decided I was going to be cocky that same day and put on. And I think I end up taking a beating from uh, some guy playing with the Patriots, and I still stuck, of course, with the Hoonets uh, down there. And uh, I think it, it was I don't know forty nine twenty one at the end, maybe. So well, I mean, it wasn't too bad, but it, I think worse. But that's only two times I've tried to do it, and. Uh, I broke your 500, and I'll take it. So, Well, I've tried to uh, go out on the Internet and ask somebody if they want to play. but Careful, I, Jamie. I haven't gotten the response you have, Dave. I have I have had zero uh Well, if you're on the wrong positive. app, I said Tinder. Tinder oh. is the other one. Tinder. Okay. Tinder, other. okay. You downloaded the wrong you. one. I still download your smartphone. Don't, don't, don't put us out there like that. Hey, but, but guys, it's funny you say that because, you know I mean, you've had this conversation before that, where you, you put a screwdriver or an electric drill in my hand and it's like handing out a muscular football. But, you know, on the electronic end of the, you know, I think it's, I think we need to go back. I brought that point up there. Let's go back to a barter society. And if you don't have anything to barter, then you just kind of get left out. You know, if you don't have anything to trade or you don't have any trade Fair skills, enough. I think I think society would be a lot better off if we go back to barter. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to have a depopulation if that's the case. <laughs> Exactly, because there's a lot of people sitting around, that, you know, just whatever. But anyway, Terry, I uh, didn't get a chance to watch the whole game last night. Watched just about enough to satisfy the appetite. But I uh, was really impressed with uh, Blaine Gabbard and how he looked on that first couple drives for uh, Arizona. I know it wasn't playing against number one to number one, but from what that guy's been through with running six different offenses in six years, you know the guy's got to have a uh, got to be a pretty bright guy, and he looked like he was uh, – Composed in the pocket to be playing uh, so early, but let's be honest. I mean, football practice never stops these days. That's one thing in America that's changed. You know, you used to kind of get a break in the summer, whether it was just lifting, but you never went out and did seven on seven or any kind of run through any plays. You just showed up at the weight room, did the weight lifting, and got the car and went home. And when uh, most teams, when I hear on a Friday night when that playoff run or the regular season comes to an end, you know, the coaches sometimes even give them. A little time off, maybe till Christmas break, and in January you're right back at it. And some just decide, hey, we'll see you uh, underclassmen Monday, then sixth or seventh hour athletic period, and we're gonna get right back at it. So it's something that definitely changed, but it never really sets itself off. And that's why, you know, I think the game has changed so much is because you just never get that break. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, it's a lot more than it used to be. We used to have kids that played multiple sports. 
all the time. I think that's becoming, especially in the bigger schools, that's less of a uh, of a factor, I think, probably than what it used to be. I think smaller schools, you got them playing a bunch of stuff. But, yeah, uh, Dave, I think you're right. It's it's training, it's conditioning, it's lifting, it's it's skill sessions uh, almost year-round now. Well, another thing to too, is when you finally get out on the field and get to play competition, you're just so relieved because you're so tired of going against the same six or seven guys every day. You know, you've been doing this thing since January. And that's what's, that's why these high schools, I think, are so more, these offenses are so far ahead of these defenses is because, that, you know, you finally, when you get to these scrimmages and get to these, you finally get to put on the helmet and get against somebody else and get the same guys you've been going 707 with since January. And I think that makes a big difference, too, why you see, you know, people come out. I was honestly impressed with Arizona last night, his first drive. I mean, they came down and kicked, kicked, kicked. You looked up there in the end zone. Then I thought to myself, I said, why are you surprised? I mean, they've been doing this. They've probably been running that set of plays since January. I mean, about time they got in the end zone, you know. So, I mean, that's just the biggest thing that's changed. And it's funny, guys, it starts at the top, and everything runs downhill. So, it's just a matter of time. And, and, and Terry, I know you're around it enough as well that at the junior high level, it's became it's becoming the same thing. I mean, it's, it's not stopping. You know, even with uh, freshmen into down to JV and then, of course, 7th and 8th grade, I mean, it's, you know, it's, there is no off season. I mean, that's the, the popular saying to put on a T-shirt and wear it around the, the weight room. Is there is no off season for whatever sports you're, you know, choosing or whatever. So, you know, and, but anyway, guys, no, I was going to say there's there's good and bad with that. I mean, at the end of the day, you still got to have fun. The, the sport still has to be an enjoyable activity for kids. And I think sometimes we, as, as coaches and parents, and and uh, I guess even media personnel. You make it where it's not fun. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, if you're 16, 17, 12, 13 years old, it's got to be enjoyable. you got to want to do it and not be a drudgery of a job because you're going to get that soon enough as it is anyway. So, good stuff, well, man. Appreciate of, you calling. Yeah, well, hey, look, on that point, there's a lot of teams, and I know one right across the river, that if they're not hanging a state championship banner, they're not having fun. I mean, and that's just, the, that's just what they set up for themselves. There's one over on Forsyth, which I know Mickey knows guys. You know, personally, and I know they do a great job, and they do have a good time. But it's like, you know, they do fall a little short. But you can look back on it and say, hey, you know, we had a good time. We made it fun. But there's some programs that have set it up. I mean, look at Curtis down there. If they're not hanging a banner or putting another ring on, they're not having a good time. Well, you can go yeah, to Baton Rouge and look for that as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like that was LA- and don't even get me on that topic. i got to try to call in the Fox today. LSU, are, I think I don't know if I got any eligibility left. I might have half a semester to maybe try to line up in center. But I, I with these three, the three techniques that play these days in SEC, I have no chance. But LSU only having what eleven offensive linemen on eleven scholarship. Yeah, I, I, they put a lot on Craigslist yesterday. You talking about Kate? You talking about Kate having injury? And they got to fix that. But anyway, guys, hey, great show, and uh, I'll be listening. Good stuff, man. Thanks for calling, DJ Dave. We are late for a break. You're listening to ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox. This segment brought to you by Jamie. Yes, Pie Works Gourmet Pizza by Design. And doesn't that sound good for lunch today? I had it the other day. I had the diet pizza. Okay. See? Every palate is is, is pacified I had at the, Pie the, Works. The diet cheese, seven ninety nine lunch special pizza and a drink. Uh, a little Parmesan peppercorn dressing. Imagine that. You know, I go in there enough that, you know, I know them. I've been there going there for a while, right? So I get a new waiter in there the other day who, like, sort of cops an attitude. Like, dude, stop it. Go go, go get my drink. Yeah, it was it was interesting. I, we had to get a new guy. Like, and he, he ended up being okay, but he was sort of like, that's what you're going to get? Like, cheese pizza. Not hard. You can't mess that up, right? Well, that's because you hurt his tip, man. I mean, you, you got to have... Well, as a general rule, if you're a waiter, be nice to people. It tends to get you more tips than uh, than not. That that's Coach T's lessons for life. If you're a waiter in that industry, any industry, being nice and smiling helps. Uh, the surly attitudes, and yeah, not so much. Well, <clears throat> but he ended up being a really nice guy. So once we got him squared away, but go by and check out my friend Jay. Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design, Tower Drive in Monroe. Get the Parmesan peppercorn dressing. Matter of fact, you don't even need to get the pizza. Just go get a tub of Parmesan peppercorn and go get a heart cath right up there. You're listening to ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, back in a minute.
to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us a backyard to play in, a front porch to call ours, a home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, making good things happen. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. You have got to check out our four-bedroom, three-bath, finished sheetrock double-wide. Same quality you see in a site-built home, but can be bought for only $38 a square foot. Wow, $38 a square foot for a new home? See it today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. I'm bad, and I'm better than ever. Got a for making things better. Cause your opinion don't matter This a maniac Is gonna step on whomever The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back And better than ever Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 To join in on all the fun And welcome back in ESPN the 977 Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx on a Friday uh, August 4th, 2017, thank you for spending a little part of your morning with us. We're all over the map this morning. Uh, and speaking of such people that are not, our friends at GB Cooley reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. And also our friends at Spa Nivelle. Boy, you talk about Jamie, I might get you a Spa Nivelle gift certificate. Well, I would certainly appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, uh, you, might, you might need that Although kind of I don't think the, the ladies at Spa Nivelle would like to see me, you know, saunter in, but you know, since you're like five five, I wonder could I get you like a, a, a child's discount? I wonder what I'll be able to. do. I might be eligible for that. You never know. Yeah. I'll okay. take my victories where I can find yeah, them. Get you and Pete Rose that discount over there. Mm. Uh, at any rate, go see our friends at Spa Nivelle <laughs> on Tower. On Tower. Uh, I, bet on Pete, I bet Pete Rose never got yeah. lifted for three hundred dollars. He didn't want to spend uh, on Lemmy Lane in Monroe eight zero seven ten sixty three one eight eight zero seven ten sixty. Pamper the special people in your life. Spa Nivelle. Speaking of special people in our lives, our friend Jim on the line. Jim, what's up? What's up, you scoundrels? Now well, we're scoundreling. Oh, you scoundrels, thugs. Hey, Jim, um, I hear there's an opening at left tackle at LSU. You still got any eligibility left? Uh, nah. I don't think. thinking. He's actually thinking about this. We don't even, LSU doesn't even need to play Alabama this year because they're going to be down to their, to walk-ons at, uh, on the O-line. And, of course, now I hear it now. Boy, oh, they're making excuses already. They are. Well, hell yes. you got 11 offensive linemen. You Who's, you? Whose fault is that, Jamie Foxx? Uh, George Bush's fault. It's George Bush's fault that LSU only has 11 offensive scholarship <laughs> linemen. And uh, maybe somebody else. But, uh, Jim, how's it going this morning? Oh, it's going fine. Just blame it on Nick Saban. It's his fault. It is. That's all you got to do. That's all you well, got to do. Say, hey, you're the reason we ain't got five offensive linemen. All five starters are hurt or gone. Or I'm sorry for them, but, you know, that's football, man. You talking yeah, to a you... man that once gave old uh, Howard Cosell the your number one symbol in, in the Astrodome in 1979. So, you know. How did uh, how would it, how did uh, Howard respond to that? Uh, Can you say it over there? Well, never mind. 
he didn't have much response. He just went like shook his head and went on. But that's when Earl Campbell came around the end playing the playing the Dolphins. I don't know if y'all remember. Coach, y'all might remember this. The pom-pom game, you know, where they were shaking all the pom-poms on Monday Night Football. I, you need to go back and look at it. And well, man, Earl Campbell run that ball 84 yard like a rocket ship. And Jake Scott was a Huh? Earl, uh, you talk about Earl, the Tyler Rose, Earl Campbell. Oh yeah, he come. Was awesome. We was on. They was on about the. I don't know the twelve yard line. He came around that end, and Jay Scott was a bad, bad safety. He could run. He couldn't catch him. He just went shoot. So as he came around the corner, he looked right at me and like grinned. So I gave him the number one. And I looked up, and Coach Sale was looking at me, and I gave him the number one. So, But anyway, that's another day for another well, Lots story. of number ones. I'm sure you're not the only person that ever gave Howard Cosell the, uh, no, no. the we're number one side. <laughs> no, I like that. He was Madden before Madden ever, ever was here. I guarantee you, he, he could start some controversy. That youngin, too smart. Well, he was, he he was LeVar a, Ball before LeVar Ball. Yeah, he was just a smart person. Yeah, was an I mean, attorney. People don't realize how smart he was. Yep. He Good was stuff, just amazingly. Jim. All right. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Always, man. Always good. Hey, uh, Jamie, you know, when Jim mentioned shaking pom-poms, you just went off the reservation. You haven't been the same. I woke since. up. I woke. I was. I was falling asleep at the mic here, and when he said pom poms, I immediately snapped to attention. Then he said shaking pom poms, shaking pom poms, and, and again started it got frothing at the mouth and like contorting your body. Well, I couldn't decide whether it was was he talking about the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. That's what I look forward to this time. The of Cheerleaders. Year. You know, every I think it's uh, and I hate to give USA Today too much credit here, but I think every year they kind of like, uh, well. Let me let me see how I want to handle this. Uh, they when you go to your let's just say the Saints stations, for example, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Have you noticed something? What is the overriding? Yeah, yeah thing? I noticed a lot, Jamie. I know. <laughs> well, other than they only give their first names, and I'm not sure it's their real first names. Like for example, uh, you know, it's it's like uh, Jennifer Anderson. It could be. Uh, Geneva Anderson. I mean, they don't a, want you googling and they finding they her want, address, going to her house. And they don't want. Uh, they don't want uh, middle-aged men like myself. You know. I mean, how many Tiffany's can you have on the team? Well, a lot. I can promise you. I've had a few on my team, and uh, let me tell you, um, it gets expensive. More than three hundred. Uh, oh yes, indeed. <laughs> but uh, again, that's the you know you see that you guys watch it. You talk about uh, naked and afraid and all these. I hate to make the uh, the same analogy between the two, but uh, God, where are we it going? is uh, it is really brutal. These cheerleading tryouts they go through. I mean, this is competitive, and of course, you know, it's kind of like you know, really catty. They go kind of go behind the scenes of the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders or the New Orleans. I think this is fascinating stuff. I'm sorry if you're bored. But I think that – This is from the man that has not watched Rudy or any of the other – Yes, because he, I was too busy he, watching – trolling Dallas Cowboy Cheerleader no, Trout videos. because I was, I was too busy watching making the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders. That's why I wasn't watching Rudy. So sue me. <laughs> um, so, but I thought this was, this was fascinating, how the, the, the absolute competitiveness of it and the, the athleticism and the, uh, the uh, ability to keep count and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's really fascinating. And, uh, oh, you tell you what, you make you, you, you like that ability to be able to count, right? Here's the thing. There's just not that much compensation for this to shake your pom-poms. There's just really not. I, th- I guess you – where you shake them. I guess you could kind of use it kind of like us, Terry, you know, that, now that we're, you know, internationally famous. I mean, it, it just kind of uh, – I guess it, you use it on your resume, right? You just kind of go, well, I was – back in the day, I was a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Sure, and, and you know we're—I I was sort of like poking light at, but you—you know—you're absolutely right. They've—it's uh, very competitive. It's, it's a highly competitive. It's a great skill set. I don't think they do it for that long of a period of time. No, I think it's a kind of short career, like a, some other things that come to mind. But we, yeah, we had a, when I was at Navarro, there were a couple girls that had went to, that were going to Navarro that were uh, uh, one, both two tried out, one made the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, mm-hmm. and so they were telling us some of the things. Yeah, but it, this was. 
this is well back in the day, but yeah, it's uh, and when I was at Southeastern, there were girls that were Saint Stations that were that mm-hmm. were on our campus in the athletic department. So yeah, highly competitive, uh, very low compensation, mm-hmm. and I guess it's just a prestigious thing that that you put on your resume and. Uh, and go from there. But, yeah, this conversation is just com- and there completely some, deteriorated. And I must say, there were some – I mean, it's not like job interview. I mean, this is your normal job interview. There's some very impressive resumes. And uh, So what you're saying is Rosie O'Donnell is not going to be a cheerleader for the Cowboys or a Saints station. I don't think Rosie O'Donnell could be the cheerleading for the Barcelona Dragons. Now you're fat shaming. Uh, yes. When it comes to Rosie, <laughs> absolutely. Um and, and no one deserves it more. Um, but here's the thing. I, this is football season. I'm trying to tie all this in a nice little bow as we go off the air. <laughs> I want to see how you do this. I'll, know, be, this is, I'll be really impressed. This is nice how we how we end the uh, – Is Gary McKinney is under his desk <laughs> no, no. hiding and trembling in fear. Oh, Close. Where's Jamie going Thanks for now? reminding me. I need to send Gary my hours. Uh, <laughs> let's see. This is uh, – this is going to be – this is all part of football, though. I mean, we, next week we'll discuss the marching <laughs> band. This is part of football. This is part of football. This is why we all anticipate. Do you – okay, let's just be honest. I know, I know you're, you've got a, a, a beautiful daughter at LSU and blah, 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 blah. And I know you're very, you know, protective of her as well. You should be. But just be honest. I mean, you do kind of like peruse, like a Lindy's or an Affa. You do kind of peruse and see, oh, well, there's what Iowa State's putting out there this year. and. <laughs> Kansas. I don't think I've termed it quite in that way, well, but, yeah, but yeah, I'll agree. I'll a, give you that. Yes. Probably a poor choice of words, but I thought maybe, uh, maybe you know, it should be, it should be out there forever. I mean, you know, listen, this is what makes it exciting—the pageantry, or maybe some of the text okay. messages that's on our little text group that go out there. Yeah, yeah. And if and if you're laughing about it, you're in the group. See, you remember what was it? Uh, the pageant? Who was it? Uh, the pageantry of college football and blah, They used to have an opening about that. Jim, Jim, and I are probably the only two people old enough to remember. But uh, the constant variety of sports. Thrill of victory, that? agony. Thrill of victory. Yeah, yes. Yeah. ABC Wide World of Sports. Okay. I mean, I didn't know later it would be just describe my love life, but I, it is. It was back then. <laughs> the thrill of victory, the, thrill, the agony the thrill of, of defeat. <laughs> yes, yes. So that was now. Bring me back those days. I'm like I'm like everybody else. Uh, what did DJ Dave said? We need to go back to the barter system. Well, I don't know about. See, you just need to go back to the wide world of sports. Are there and, skills that you have I'm not aware of? Uh, very limited. Well, well, I mean, what would you barter? I mean, 20, 20 pounds ago or what? I mean, well, yeah. Well, if we could all drop twenty pounds, and you know, that'd be great. But look, it, reality, I mean, okay, we have the apocalypse today. Mm-hmm. What skills do you have that you can barter? To prolong your life or the life of others around you. Now, you asking me to like uh, today? The grid goes down. Mm-hmm. What skills do you have today? Let's see. I can uh, <laughs> crawl underneath your house and look for termites. Well, that's really big in the apocalypse. Yeah, that doesn't do you much good, does it? I can. Uh, I can look at your insurance policy and maybe decipher a few things for you, but. If the apocalypse has come, you're really not concerned. You're just worried about eating. Okay, right? so you have no discernible I skills. I cannot. <laughs> right, I can't fix your car. I can't cook a meal. I can't. Uh, you can't cook a meal. I don't watch stuff. Well, I mean, I, I can like microwave stuff and, and eat cereal. And okay, stuff like Chef that. Hans, that's good. What else? No, uh, let's see. Let's move along. Um, can you cook? Yes. I, I doubt that. Seriously, uh, come on. That makes a mean wolf brand chili. All right, let's move on. Uh, I bet you do, and the and the after effects I'm sure are, extra, are legendary. Extra wolf. <laughs> I'm sure the after effects are legendary as well. Uh, let's see. I I really you you mean Terry? I think you have exposed me. Uh, I and I'm not in a good and, way. And I did not want to do that. That's not what, what I was way. going for. Is Gary still trembles under his? I think Ed's under there with <laughs> him at John, this point. Is John Tabor pulling the plug on us? He yeah, should. John Tabor's <laughs> starting the music early. <laughs> we still got two minutes. Wait a minute. <laughs> We, hey, we got people we haven't offended yet. <laughs> There's somebody out there going, they're laughing like, wait a minute, we got to get this But guy. assuming we lift it this weekend, Terry, we'll, we'll do that All right, well, I'm going to give Jamie an assignment over the weekend, and I'll throw that out to you guys. If we have the apocalypse come out next week, what discernible skills do you have that make you a valuable member of society if we try to rebuild? So uh, if you need termites or if you have insurance uh, problems after the apocalypse, Jamie's your guy. Other than that, uh, yeah, he's pretty much toast. You've been listening to SBN 97.7. Our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Who has skills, by the way? Oh, quite a few. U.S. 165. North. In Monroe, 318-345-4545. 
Our friends at Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design, GB Cooley, reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, Spotavale, and Powerworks. Bobby Manning. And Bobby, I always got Bobby Manning, incredible local attorney. Hang out with Bobby, 318-342-1411. Make sure you pay him while you're yeah. hanging out with him. He'll yeah. send you the bill. For John Tabor, for the skillless Jamie Fox. I'm Terry Walter. You guys have a great weekend. Stay tuned for Sean and the Sports Company this afternoon at Three Bells. Until Monday, folks, aloha. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waltrip. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games, that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.